welcome to the second episode of gods on the mic we want to just say a big thank you to the love we've gotten so far from the first episode with Tommy Obanure. the numbers are just keeping going up which is kind of crazy to me but for this second episode we have the pleasure of bringing the king of the black elites Issa the prince yes, sir. How far now? We're good, we're good. Isa, okay. how's it been? I wanted to start with asking. We found out some good news on Friday. You were, you got you got access to a creative grant. Oh yeah. So, so how's that been? Like what was the process like and getting that kind of support from should I say not you know, from somewhere outside, how's that been? Um, it's really good. So it's called the Toko Toko Creative Grant, and it was actually their first ever grant. So okay. yeah, um, it was good. It was more less about um the prize yeah. and more about the validation. It's okay, like fair. validation yeah. for all these years of hard work. That's so. always cool to hear. Like when somebody else, or somebody else appreciates like what you do, and exactly you know, that's always it. So question i got to know you from the last album the black elite album yeah, new I was, black elite. The elite, yeah i was able to come to the show as well which blew my mind yeah, oh, yeah wow. i was able to come to the show so for that album in particular it's kind of like a diversion from what you kind of did earlier yeah so what triggered you to embrace should i say um not activism per se but mindfulness and promoting you know black culture black creative yeah um i have to take you back to a couple years um ago so i've i think i had the ti- i had the name of that album mm-hmm. um new black elite like yeah. probably like four years ago because i'm like a long-term thinker like i i just have names of projects i want to do like mm-hmm. now I, I know the project i want to do like seven years from now that wow. that, <laughs> that kind of stuff so <laughs> But I didn't know it was going to take the direction that it took. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I knew it was definitely about like um, promoting black culture to a certain degree because yeah. I didn't grow up the most African person. Yeah, I, was, okay. I wouldn't say I'm the most African person. I grew up a lot on, on like, on like, should I say like hip hop culture and to a certain degree like white culture yeah, okay, just yeah. by watching a lot of stuff on MTV, movie magic, stuff like that. Yeah. But I started developing, like coming back to Nigeria, I started developing, after uni, I started like developing this love for like, oh, why isn't Africa working? Like, why yeah. are black people like, yeah. like, um, underprivileged uh, 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 stuff? And then 2020 happened and enters yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. And the moment that happened, I realized, okay, this is probably the direction that yeah. this is going to take after the lucky shootings. Yeah. Um, I had an idea that this was the direction it was going to take and I just decided to like um, follow my instincts like yeah. it was I, I didn't want to make like a preachy body of work but I wanted to get this um, experimental side of the way before I okay. step more into my pop star phase okay. and okay. commercial phase so yeah fair enough fair enough so I want to kind of pivot to the show last year yeah. the fall of civilization as an observer looking like from the outside before i got to the show i realized that like a lot of thoughts went into it the symbolism the thing the you know the pictures that you use it's all about promoting the african creative talking about the african culture 
But what I want to ask is, I'm sure that alone would have set you back. Like you know, you you know, trying to um, implement your vision that maybe not yes. everybody sees. Yes. So how do you how would I describe it? How do you navigate that when you don't necessarily have the support from you know, like should I say, corporate brands or whatever yes. that want to like hear you out and like follow your ideas? Yeah. Um it's I, I like realize that it's a learning like a little bit before but more after i realized that it's a learning process like um i'm naturally a risk taker okay so i like pushing stuff to the limit like once i have a vision it's like okay i have to try to implement it even if i don't implement it to the highest vision just like in, the, in december like that wasn't exact that wasn't the highest version of what i was trying to do yeah. but i needed to i needed to try and learn um, and with corporate sponsors and stuff, I understand them not seeing the vision yet because okay. the numbers are not great. Like I'm not a whiskey, I'm not okay. a video, I'm, I'm not a Rema. So it's, it, it's just like, okay, regardless of anything, I'm going to try and push the um, envelope. And the most, even if we, we didn't implement the vision to the highest level, people like you, like other people have told me that the, that they loved it for what it was and yes, they saw yeah. what it exactly. like what I was trying to do yeah. and what it could be. Yeah. So I'll just say like it's you try, um, you may not necessarily be successful the first time, but you have the opportunity to try again. So we're we're doing a part two okay. in oh, December. Okay, cool. Now, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that's breaking news. Issa <laughs> has promised you guys a show in December, so hold him to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So talking about that album in particular, it focused on like mindfulness, you know, kind of like improving upon yourself, recognizing who you are as an African king or wherever you're from or an African queen. It's like we're talking about earlier before we started. It might not be the most popular music, but most commercial. It's not the most exactly. So how do you? balance that because as much as you're putting your cre- your creative imprint out yeah of course you would want something back yes. recognition whether it comes in like you know awards or shows yeah. or whatever how do you balance that out um i'll say it's just i think for a creative and for an artist it's best to stay as true to yourself as okay. possible and for me that was me staying true to like I I, I had a sense that it wasn't the most commercially viable way to go but like I've from the skills that I've like developed over the years yeah. I know I can easily delve into the pop space like yeah. I have I have potentially pop records Thank like yeah. on all the projects that I've created so it was more about me challenging myself creatively and I'm so happy about that because, like you said, like getting the grant, um, yeah. I've gotten so like so much recognition from an audience that I wouldn't have reached before, yeah, and so much respect for the arts, yeah, which yeah. I might not have gotten just going the pop route, yeah. which, like I said, I can always delve into. So it's not the most commercially viable at the moment, but I see this project like having an impact, like yeah. five years down the yeah. line, ten years down the line. Yeah. The moment I have a record like maybe Kinney Big Deal, like yeah. this is Kinney Big yeah. Deal, it's going to 
drive so much attention okay. to this and yeah. this is probably going to be one of the staples of my career yeah the album the album kind of made me not like experience a lot but there were a lot of things i noticed that was like yeah this is a full album anything that you were looking for you got it there was spoken word there was <laughs> there was everything every like every album every every song on that album ended with you saying i am part of the problem yeah. I am part of the problem. What do you mean by you are part of the problem? Um, it's amazing that you caught <laughs> all of that, but yeah, like, and it's not it's not necessarily only about me. I, okay. I say it's about all of yeah. us as a yeah. culture of people. Yeah. It's like you're you're on the road. Like you see someone just trying to resort into petty. Yeah petty ways just to maybe beat you in traffic just to get one over the other (laughs) man and i catch myself doing it yeah of course so i think around the entire time it was more like okay this is the change maybe like a lot of us young people were like okay this is like we want to change the country we want to change the country but i I now got a realization that oh i'm trying to change something that i'm i'm like part of like uh, i definitely I definitely hear have negative or negative parts of myself that is manifesting in the country as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, I I wanted to make it known that okay, it's not about changing the system. Like you can't change the system without okay, changing yourself. Yeah. The ultimate change that you can really have yourself. is actually changing yourself, yeah. and it then reflects in in the world. Okay. Yeah. All right. I genuinely don't. He knows I don't like talking about Nigeria because like it's <laughs> a never-ending discussion. But yes. you touched on it, and so kind of influence how the project eventually became. Yeah, I f- I believe that a lot of things like were in our favor at the time if we really wanted to make some change in this country. Yeah. Of course, everybody would have had run-ins with the police and the army and whatever, whatever, and yeah. you know the situation at that time was bad but I I believe that without COVID without the pandemic everybody being on lockdown I don't think the attention that I received mm. would have or would have blown the way to, like yes, you I understand so, so. yeah but to me I think it's a missed opportunity because I don't see any time where people will be in one place yes, figuring out yes, like one yes, thing I'm trying to yes. find out how do we solve this yes yeah i think so as well it's it's sad to say because it that has happened like almost two years ago and then like you know there's nobody responsible there are no changes and now we are on the brink of an election you know yeah there are people coming out and for me i would encourage everybody to go out and vote whoever you feel like can solve your problem and whatnot but personally i don't believe the food that I've seen so far can relate yes. to yes. to what this country needs right now. Yeah. But saying that, do you have anybody you're leaning towards at the moment that you would say that oh, the guy, this person has a vision? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm probably the worst to answer <laughs> that question because I'm just going to give bad advice. I don't believe in. I don't believe in. Sadly, I don't believe in any candidate. I don't believe in any system. I don't like I don't plan on getting my PDC. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm ever going to vote. And it's not a case of Nigeria. I don't yeah. even think if I was in the US I don't think I would okay, vote. If fair. I was in the UK I don't think I would vote. 
But yeah, there was something interesting you said. Like, you don't think any candidate has a vision. No. And I, I definitely don't think any one of them has a vision as well. It's, 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 it's pretty simple. They are doing it for ego reasons. Exactly. Exactly. Um. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much not interested. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty much not interested. In, Let's in move world. on to lighter topics. Because <laughs> okay, I don't yes. want to get. <laughs> Let's move exactly. on to exactly. As a person, let's not forget about being an artist. What is it like to you are be was telling my friend just now you have five albums deep already, which is yeah. insane for somebody that you know like five albums. If not a lot of people have five albums that you'd say yeah. okay, ha- they have a proper discography and whatever. Yeah. How does it feel like to be to put not necessarily yourself but your creation out there to be judged and expecting feedback because i don't think for me like i'm always skeptical about anything i want to do because i don't want like you know criticism yeah criticism or pushback i don't do too well with it but how do you navigate that um to a certain degree i think i had that early on like it took me a while and that's why probably i released like um four projects in a year like mm-hmm. I, I was sitting on all that music and I was trying I was not like I'm a, perf- I'm a perfectionist to a certain degree and I was not trying to put stuff out prematurely yeah which may have worked against my favor to be honest <laughs> but um I, I think I rose above it I just like realized like okay well like what's the worst that could happen like yeah. you get judged yeah you get judged like you if you if you create something you're already putting yourself on the line if you create something for people to consume you're already putting you're already taking a risk you're already putting yourself on the line and i'm like okay what's the worst that can happen people would not like it that's fine luckily i've been able to build a community and an audience of my creation and i think the most important thing for me is like i'm able to express myself in a real way because i think at this in this world that we live in now all of us we're creating avatars for ourselves mm-hmm. like we're creating personas um so to a certain degree you can say like maybe isa the prince is a persona okay. but i try to create that persona as close to myself as possible so that mm-hmm. when i walk out of the house or i meet someone i don't have yes. to I don't have to act. Yeah, okay, fair, so, fair. Um, so it's it's like a lot of like I, I'll just say like it's passion at the end of the day. Like I'm so passionate about music. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like I wake up and I'm like, guy, you still love music. You still want to do music. <laughs> I'm actually surprised with myself. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's just passion. Yeah, and okay, and okay. the day that maybe that passion goes away is the day that I probably wouldn't want yeah. to put out music yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Last month, the love focus came into the rap scene especially in Abuja oh, yeah. based yeah. off of you know the back and forth with YP and DND I don't really <laughs> tend to focus on why what caused the beef or you know why it happened the way it happened but I was impressed with the Nobel pool that came out with this is and yeah. everything so how do you see the rap scene especially in Abuja right now how do you see um, growing? It's yeah, it's it's growing definitely from the time I I came back here, yeah. which was in twenty fourteen. That time was almost like a yeah, desert. Yeah, like yeah. I think all we had was Sute and Tay at yeah, that point yeah, in time. Yeah, yeah. We had Sute and Tay, 
um, Zilla was coming up at that yeah. time and I, and I was like seeing all of these people yeah. and I just had a sense that this thing is probably going to go somewhere yeah. I don't think we're where we want to be but it's definitely going, going somewhere. somewhere and I, I, I genuinely feel like um, Abuja is going to be the hip hop mecca of Africa I think like so I, as well I, I think, think it can so. easily rival like SA yeah um, is he Joe Berg it can easily rival those places cause we're not trying to I don't think we're trying to necessarily compete with Lagos no. or make popular no. Afrobeat no. music well. and I have a theory about that so really? I think yeah about why Abuja music is the way it is I think like on the, I was telling you about this podcast, this um, show on Netflix. I was yeah, watching Afrobeats. Yeah. Someone said something interesting yesterday, and they were like, "It's probably cause of like the weather, like up north, like uh. like <laughs> that, that hip hop is, is so dominant." So I think that one, but I think too, it's like when you are so close to like the seat of power, yeah. Like and and you see to a certain degree, like what power does, and maybe what world can can yeah. kind of do to individuals you get detached from yeah you get detached yeah. from like yeah. that lifestyle okay so you have more co- you become more conscious, conscious to a certain degree and yeah i think that's why there's more thought like abuja gives more space for thoughtful creativity mm-hmm. like we don't have to deal with the stress of traffic we don't yeah. have to deal with there are certain things you don't have to deal with so we create from a place of like calmness and i think yeah. yes and comfort yeah. So I think that translates in our music. And I think the moment Abuja starts to get its props, I think this thing is going to go overboard. Okay, cool. Are there people in this scene right now in Abuja that you like to listen to that you feel are doing a very good job promoting themselves and put out very good music? Yeah, Yeah, man, I keep my ear, like my, I keep my ear open to everything. I think that's the only way like you can stay fresh and young. Definitely, Sute is always going yeah, to. Yeah. is always going to be. Is always going to be that guy for me. Just cause, like, we've known each other from a young age. Okay, like, he yeah. he started music so, like, when we were fourteen, he was already like writing. He already had like a book of oh, wow. of raps, okay. and I I see so much of myself in him because we have similar so, stories, yeah, okay. and he expresses it in a kind of similar but also different way to me. So it's like I'm pretty much listening to myself oh, rap. Okay. Um, Nathan, okay. Nate is my guy. I, I've had the privilege to have these two guys exec um, New Black Elite, my okay. last project, and I was privileged to have both of them on the album oh, as well. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, what did they call them? So, Ape- the Apex guy, I like more less about the individuals, but more, more about, about the you. communities that they have. So, um, Apex, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, anti-world gangsters, yeah. obviously, yeah, and yeah, just the and King folk, which is yeah, Tommy, Tommy yeah. the, so the, the community, like they are really good. It's one of the things that always intrigues me about rap, especially in Abuja now. Everybody tends to want to put everybody on, oh, but yeah, yeah. it's not necessarily the rap culture. You have to be braggadocious in your own sense yeah. to, you know able to feel yourself and tell somebody else that you know you're I'm, you know, I'm the number one rapper so how do you balance being competitive but also like showing love to people that deserve to you know get love um, I would say like it's like putting people on is actually like part it's like the foundation of hip-hop culture like okay. like 
Park introduced Big to an audience. Yeah. Drake introduced Kendrick to an <laughs> audience. Like, I think it's when things get big that ego starts to get yeah. in the way. I think it's when people get popular. I think it's even the audience that actually manufactures yeah, okay. the competition. Okay. But I, it's a thing of like competition versus creativity. Like the two cannot really coexist. Yeah. To be honest, so. I'm all for creativity first, but I, I still have like that yeah. like underlying competition yeah. within me. Okay. But I don't think it's malicious. It's yeah. just we're both pushing yeah. ourselves yeah. like to the best. It's like me and Toby writing a verse in the studio. I want to be like, <laughs> of I, course. come on, like of I'm course. trying to show you that you are like <laughs> I'm better than you. But but from a place of respect, if I do that, then he's going to put his best foot forward yeah. and write yeah. better rap than in turn. Inspires me so. So, what are your plans for the later half of this year? You've not, you've done, you've done some singles. You were featured on Manny's album. Shout yeah. out to Manny. You've done a couple of singles. So, do you have any plans for the later part of the year that people should look forward to? Um, definitely, the biggest thing that I have at the end of the year is the, is the show Full okay. of Civilization. So, okay. trying to make sure that that vision is is done to the best version of itself but before that like um i have the deluxe of new black elite so the i call it the director's cut with um with there there are three bonus tracks on that project and there's a song which i think is probably going to be the rap rap song of of the year because it has Odomodo on it, it has Zilla mm-hmm. and it has um, KVV. I don't know if you yeah, know about KVV. Folk. Yeah, Kim yeah, yeah. Um So that's, I have a couple shows lined up. I did a show last month. Um, have a couple like called New Black Soul Sessions okay. where I just do like a concise um, um, version of the, okay. sh- or the show I'm planning to do in December. Okay. Just seven songs or okay. so. So I have like that coming monthly, possibly from August. Okay. Um, probably might be dropping another EP before the year runs out, okay. which is like an extension of New Black Elite. Still okay. deciding on that. Okay. Um, yeah. So just I think I think interesting moves on the way. I'm, yeah. I'm also like just leaning back and. I'm intrigued by the song you just mentioned with Odumodo and Zilla. That's 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 a combo already. (laughs) I'm visuals, visuals, visuals. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, keep keep listening. You have a couple of songs on the way from Isati Prince. We're going to pivot to quick hits. These are just things I like to ask people randomly, and I'm just interested in the answers they give. So. If you had to maybe assemble a team of five, including yourself, if if you want to, like, yeah, who would you pick to battle rap another crew of five? From any like anywhere, any. Let's 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 see Abuja first, and then we'll move from there if you wanna. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Zilla, Zilla, Zilla is a good freestyler and yeah. a battle rapper. Um, SK, SK, yeah, freestyle. Madness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> KVV. KVV. He might probably be the best freestyler. Tommy has the same opinion as well. Like. I think I've I've not seen anyone like he. He yeah. Let, let me just say that. <laughs> okay. I think I, I've seen him do amazing things. Okay. 
Um, who else? Who else? Got two more. I'll say Nathan. I think Nathan is is Nathan is is good. Um, Sute definitely Sute. Definitely Sute. That's quite a combo, man. Like everybody brings something Something to the table. Yeah. Is there an album that you listen to? It you don't need to skip. You don't need to. Do anything, you don't need to forward the track or rewind it. You can just listen to it from the beginning to the end. Sid okay. um, dropped an amazing album okay. this year. Sid, I think it's called Broken Hearts Club. Okay. And it's so like uh, it's conceptual and concise. No. So you could listen to it back to front. It tells a full story. So I think that. And obviously, I'm just speaking for this year. I have okay. I have a Fair. bunch of other Fair. albums. Yeah. Do you have? any industry story for us like oh when i spoke to tommy tommy was like he didn't he just he assumed when he was going to start music he was just going to go just release songs and like you know he didn't figure out distribution and all these things and all these it was later on he had to kind of put himself through on how to learn how to navigate those things yeah Yeah. i think we yeah we definitely all start we definitely all start (laughs) like that um (laughs) I was I was thinking this may not be the most interesting story, but I was thinking about like this, like when I started music, when I was trying to figure out okay, I want to be an yeah. artist. Like I think at some point, like I had to pay like eighty k, like and I was, this was maybe like eight years ago, or yeah. maybe even more, or some yeah. probably even more. Like I pretty much like had to pay for radio, like I had to pay to get my song on the radio. <laughs> I had to pay like eighty k for Kiss FM. <laughs> And in high side now, do better. Yeah, it goes like it goes against everything yeah, I stand for. Like yeah. I, I don't believe in paying people to listen to my music. Yeah, true. Anymore, it does. It, like it's like counter. It's almost like counterproductive. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind giving gifts yeah. to people that maybe could help. Yeah. Help maybe broadcast my music to a yeah. wider audience. Mm-hmm. I'm not against that, but just thinking. Yeah, back at that yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't have done that yeah. I wouldn't have done that so five dinner guests dead or alive five dinner guests yes, five dinner oh guests it doesn't have to be music related it doesn't right? have to be music okay. related five dinner guests Jesus Jesus <laughs> Jesus easily um Jesus um Robert Green Robert, Robert Green. Green. Um, this is this is tough. <laughs> this is tough because there are so many people. Robert Green, I would say Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. I would say. I would say. Michael Jackson or <laughs> Prince. Michael Jackson or Prince. We've got one more. You want to say Michael Jackson and Prince? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson or Prince? Well, I'll say Michael Jackson, Prince, or Jay Z. Okay. One of those three. Yeah. Or Jay Z. Then the last, I would say. Um, King Solomon. King Solomon. King Solomon. That's going to be a very interesting dinner. Like I can't, I can't imagine the conversations. Very philosophical. <laughs> very philosophical. <laughs> yeah. I 
are there any books or movies or series that you are watching at the moment that you want to put people on? You, I know you spoke about yeah, an Afrobeat documentary the Afrobeat, yeah, yeah, yeah. on Netflix. So I'm yeah. probably going to give that a look maybe today or so. Um, definitely, that that, that yeah. that's an amazing one. Because I, I, in a million years, I wouldn't have expected that, the document, that someone yeah. documented the rise. Yeah. Like that. And, and also, it's just giving me so much knowledge. Like yeah. you see someone like Bankuli, and you wonder how is this guy so influential yeah. in this industry and yeah. he, like that doc that documentary pretty much says that so i'll say that um mastery by robert green like i think it was it, it's kind of like the book that has influenced the way i approach like creativity okay. like it gave me like this long-term mindset that i'm 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 not playing for instant gra- gratification I'm, I'm playing for legacy okay. yeah. um so mastery which other show? <laughs> On a very light note, I've been watching a lot of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, okay, fair. Yeah, that's, that's like my comfort show. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Would is there anybody you'd like to see on God's on the mic? And meanwhile, if you have the ability to help us cop that yeah. interview, who would you like it to be? Suti. Suti. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, Suti is really Suti. dope. I've been on you know i've listened to the, his last two albums and i'm very i'm planning on going to his show on july 10th to yes you know, yes planning yes. on going to that and yeah, i yes. think it's going to be an amazing no, experience it's going to be yeah. amazing. i actually have a session with him today okay okay um, so, so yeah I'll, okay. I'll possibly talk to him okay final final thing you are five albums deep now yeah you are and i'm pretty sure that there are more things to come but looking at it right now what do you think you want your legacy to be what do you think you want to be imprinted on the industry Hmm. by the time you are done or so far that you've gone what would you like your legacy to be or how would you want to be remembered how would you want to be remembered um i think three things that come to mind i want to help I want to help like Africans rise above like limiting beliefs like tribe culture and religion. Yeah. Um, I want to build the most valuable media and entertainment company okay. in Africa. Okay. And I want to be the most successful rap artist from Africa, yeah. commercially and critically. Okay. So I think those are the last question I just thought about <laughs> this now this the legit last question so I don't know how to ask this but there are like the example I give is England like Stormzy is a very dope rapper and he also has the commercial success and everything but there are people like Avelino and Restaurant too that everybody knows that dope yeah, rappers but yeah. do not necessarily have commercial success would you want one or the other or you do you think the both validate you as an artist the both the both and that's what I said, <laughs> when i say like the when i say like most successful rapper yeah. i i said both critically yeah. and commercially because i i've never for some reason i've never gravitated i've never gravitated to just i like purists yeah. but like I, I like like the I like when you pe- perform and you have like a whole yeah. audience of people yeah. singing your stuff back at you yeah. like which means you've actually struck a chord with yeah. the audience yeah. Yeah. 
and man like you can't be like you can't be commercial like what i'm trying to you can't be commercial success with what i'm trying to do financially as yeah, well so that that's why my top rappers would always be like jay-z kendrick yeah. um eminem okay. drake lee Wayne. like yeah. these are people that you know you can't doubt their skill yeah. you can't doubt their skill set but also the crossed over commercially yeah. So yeah. I think both of them are equally as important to me. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap. We want to thank Isa the Prince for inviting us to his home and, you know, chopping it up with us for a couple of minutes. So Isa, anything you want to say to the people before you go? This is your chance to do it. Man, thank you guys for having me. Um, um, yeah, new music on the way. New music on, new the, music way. on the way. A yeah. lot of creative stuff on the way 2023 i i hope to take this thing overboard nice um, nice yeah that's pretty that's all right that's it ladies and gentlemen that's a wrap thank you it's the prince don't forget to like share and subscribe and we'll see you soon on another episode bless bless